Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I'm joined this evening by the one, the only, Villem in Tulsa Town. Villem, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, Brian? I'm crushing it. I'm off work tomorrow, so I'm in a great mood. You know how that goes. Are what you, are you off work for? Uh, actually, uh, my wife and I are celebrating our 12th anniversary this weekend. So oh, congratulations. I'll do a little... Light reggae horn. You know how that goes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so are you drinking anything interesting this evening, Willem? Uh Warsteiner. Oh. Are you working through the uh, Father's Day mini keg that you uh, you mini showed? Keg, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Pretty cool. That's 20 bucks. Really I mean, good deal. And Warsteiner's so good. So drinkable, yeah. <laughs> Too drinkable. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of you for keeping the keg this long. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's it's... Damn near Friday. That's impressive. I try to do about a beer a day, you know, ration it out as opposed to like, you know, nights of drinking. Huh. You know what I mean? I don't know. Hold on. I try to like spread it out more. Speak slower. I got to take notes on this. You say one beer a day. (laughs) I didn't know that was even a thing. I didn't know it was possible. Look at you, Philem. Groundbreaker. A trailblazer, if you will. Keeps it interesting, you know? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can say that. Uh, we heard the sultry voice of Frank and Austin uh, popping in. Frank, now that you've got a charger and the rest of your table settings, uh, how are you doing this evening? Doing really well. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of the fact that I am uh, fighting bronchitis that my child brought home. Yay. Um, so if I cough, wait, you know. I- yeah. Did I use that right, or is that not <laughs> bronchitis? If I cough, <laughs> if I cough un, uh, I don't know, unannounced, mm. that's what that is. Um, additionally, it is balls ass hot. So, so bronchitis, hot. when it's so fucking hot, really sucks. There it is. He's coughing. That's great. Keep yeah. it on. Just let us hear. <laughs> yeah. Let's, no, let's you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know moisture and like too much moisture and dry air activates it. So it's, I can go to Houston and I'd cough and I could be in fucking Phoenix and I'd cough. It's, it's the worst of all of it in terms of coughing outside of like whooping cough and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, you give your baby infant toddler, whatever, um antibiotics and okay is it just me or some of these things just might not need antibiotics like it what they they, no they prescribed antibiotics with like a little sign of mucus oh and in my mind, I was like, well, I don't know, maybe just like, you know, see if it develops. Maybe we come back in two days. I don't like I'd rather have her immune system try to, like, do something here. It, it, it might just be the Africa way, you know, like where it's like we don't have enough antibiotics for all this shit. 
Because here right. it's like immediate sign of anything. They're like antibiotics, and they—I don't know—the guy was like, "Well, if you come back and you want some, you know, we can prescribe that to you too, because you might get what they get." And mm-hmm. I was like, no, "I'm pretty sure my immune system is going to be able to take care of this, and if it doesn't, I'll be here." Um, I don't know. It was really yeah. odd. Did why don't you switch pediatricians? Yeah. No, the pediatrician was great. Like oh. that's that's what I'm trying to say is like it was the radiologist that was like, "Well, maybe just do this." It was it was totally preventative care. And once you hear a baby cough the way that they cough with bronchitis, you're in a preventative care mode. But in hindsight, in my mind, I was like, you know, like maybe this was a little bit, you know, too soon. Maybe we wait a day or two, see what happens. I mean, here's the deal. When they're big. I don't know necessarily with pediatricians, but just in general, it can be a, a spectrum of like, like some of my coworkers talk about their doctors being, very strict with antibiotics, you know, and like they, they'll be very like judicious about using them. And my coworkers were complaining about this actually. And I'm like, no, that's the way it should be because like, you know, you don't want to create super bugs and like antibiotic resistant bullshit. Yeah. I always take the approach of if the doctor, because my, 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 the pediatrician that my child sees He's from India and he takes a very like let like, natural holistic approach of like let yeah. the let whatever it is run its course and they'll be immune to it and build up an, a strong immune system. Right, so anytime right. he suggested antibiotics or any sort of preventative care, did it. Like because he's yeah. we know that he's not going to suggest it unless it's unless it's better in the long run. Uh, and what I will say for some upper respiratory problems like that, like it's better just to like stop it before it starts because then it can lead to drainage in like the ear, nose and throat and like little kids will develop the need to have tubes put in their ears to properly drain fluid so quickly that it's best just to stop all of that as fast as possible. And yeah, I, 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 yes, you guys are right. I mean, I, I think in, in the end, like it's, yeah, it was. So, in hindsight, it was the right decision. I think it's just here the, the, the speed at which it's like, oh, yeah, let's do antibiotics is, well, I don't know, it's a little frightening. I, I don't, it, there's a lot more, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's really quick here. Like antibiotics are like this magical solution to everything that, you know, everybody has, including COVID Mm. (laughs) to some folks. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Prescribed antibiotics for COVID. Are you serious? No, they don't. They They don't. don't. It's just dead people. Well, I mean, essentially the uh, ivermectin, is the, it's an antiviral it's no, so, dewormer <laughs> sorry it's a dewormer yeah. and they needed an antiviral so yeah it's the antibiotics for covid why not frank, um frank are you drinking anything interesting to wash down your uh, bronchitis this this evening or are you taking yeah, it easy? i'm on the back i'm on the back end of the bronchitis mm. my wife is just starting oh um, congratulations do i need to the air i won't air i won't air no no that. need to no need to it it's it's like a four day thing, maybe five, mm. and you sound like you're coughing up a lung the mm-hmm. entire time. It's freaking terrible, um, and you feel like it too. Like eventually, your chest starts burning, and like 
Uh, random ribs start like dude, acting as though they're in pain and inflate fucking sucks real quick i've talked about the time that i went to the doctor because i thought i had breast cancer right <laughs> no oh all right so uh in 20 hold on yeah Let, go ahead. <laughs> why don't we finish the beers and then we go straight into that okay what are you drinking okay i'm having a paste uh, the pastryarchy okay okay that's a good that's well, a good I, uh upper respiratory cleanser it's not too dude. mucusy at all. Fucking what? That doesn't sound mucusy at all. <laughs> By Dewclaw. Um, it's one of the last Michigan beers that I actually had mm. left. But it's not from Michigan. It's from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I just bought it in Michigan. I, yeah, yeah I, I put two and two together. Um, in any case, it's a pastry stout. It's the ice uh, Irish... Irish cream dessert stout. Irish cream Sorry, dessert I, stout. I literally couldn't read it. Um, I thought it was an ice cream dessert stout. Mm. Uh, 9.4%. I don't have updated contacts at the moment, which kind of sucks. Huge, dude. 9.8%. You were talking shit on Villem's glasses to help him see, and you're over here doing the old how far <laughs> away. I've kind of tried to squint to read all this because it's quite small well, i can read um, it on your just hold it up to the camera we'll read it for you <laughs> now so it says lucky you quite the irish blessing this brew will envelop you in an enchanting warm roasty aroma as you sip on notes of smooth creamy vanilla chocolate and caramel and then i hope you pronounce this word and i know everybody else on this cast probably does know february slant slant oh my god slanch 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 Slanch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, apparently, the Irish don't understand what a fucking tea is, but in any case, um, that. Well, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Apparently, my ancestors didn't understand what a tea was uh, um, in their Gaelic bullshit language. Uh, it's edition 22, which means that there has been 22 years of this, no, or. I think 22 versions of it, I would say. Versions. Okay. Yeah, interesting. It's really good. It's like um, Dancing with the Stars. They've had thirty-seven seasons of Dancing with the Stars in in like uh, twelve years. Okay, it's a little too much on the. Um, I don't know how would we call it the Irish cream side, the, the milky it's, it's too side. Too sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's too sweet. I I could have guessed that straight away. I think uh, everything about that but it's it's like good. It too sweet. It's good. I always compare my pastry stouts to the what's that dude? The uh, Jan from Prince of No, the Prince of uh, Yeah, Prince of Wales. Yeah, what's the name of that one? Prince of Wales. Is it the Prince of Wales? Uh huh. Okay, yeah. I always compare it to that. That one was not super sweet, but it was high in alcohol. Twice. This is too sweet. Yeah, it's too sweet for me. Um, I'll probably drink a couple more sips and then go get a live oak hefeweizen. It's too much. Okay. It's overpowering. Well, I'm drinking probably your worst nightmare. Uh, I'm drinking a uh, this uh, Duchess de Bourgogne. It's a uh, wild ale brewed in Belgium, oh. and it is probably one of my favorite. It's technically a Flanders Red. It is fucking phenomenal. I haven't had it in a while, so when I was at Total a couple weeks ago, I picked up a bottle. I've just been sitting on it, just waiting for a time. Yeah, Made that time tonight, whether I wanted it to be or not, and I just made it. And uh, 
It's the lovely. I'll tell you right now, it's that a- brew is probably anywhere from near committing suicide or jumping off a cliff at any point in his lifetime. That place sees no sun. It sucks. It rains all the time. Look at the the lady on the label. Is she doesn't show up this way, but she is the whitest she, white lady. She so hasn't seen the sun in she a made millennia. A, she made a friend that's a bird that just flew upon her yeah. hand like a fucking. Disney if you ever princess. wondered what individuals who literally grew up in caves would look like, go to Belgium. Yeah, You'll look at see she's like <laughs> she's she's <laughs> shooting the finger guns at the bird. Like, mm-hmm. how's it going? I'm so proud. No, oh, get the sunlight out of here. That mm. was a flash, ma'am. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it's one of my favorite uh, Belgian Belgian brews. It's fucking phenomenal. It's great. Uh, you know, it was not phenomenal. Uh, it was the year 2018 when I thought I had breast cancer um, because I developed a giant bruising under my armpit. Um, oh, that'll happen from coughing for mm, eight weeks. I had oh God, an eight week cough that wouldn't go away. And, uh, yeah, it was fucking terrible. Really hated every minute of it and, uh, went to teledoc because I didn't have time to go to the, like my actual doctor and, uh, the teledoc first teledoc lady goes, uh, okay, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go outside in the sunlight from the hours of 11 to one, 11 to two. Okay. And walk, get some fresh air. That'll really help that cough. And uh, when I explained to the lady that, uh, no, I have a job and I cannot do that, she was like, mm, well, whatever you do, don't drink diet ginger ale. And I go, that seems like a very specific thing to not drink. She's like, it'll <laughs> irritate your throat. And I was like, cool, I'm going to put this diet Canada dry down right now because I was drinking diet ginger ale. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I thought she was going to preface that or no. Post fist? Yeah, post is fist. Post? post fist it. No, uh, okay, so preface is pre-facing something. Is there a post-facing something? I analyze. Or uh, postscript. Or post, okay, post. 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 Po- just say shit afterwards. Look Follow it, it look up. It. Follow it up with. Yeah. Follow it up with. Uh, yeah, but preface, post fist. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, it's... So go ahead. It makes sense. Yeah, the English language never makes sense, which is why it's so difficult. Well, to now we've lost all all hope of, of <laughs> it connecting. So I'll just say in any this. Case, no. So so my question was, did she then say you're not going to, want to drink it because the chemo you're about to endure? <laughs> no, no, that's the cancer jokes are always funny, Frank. <laughs> I didn't mean they, they were always just land. Be funny. I was just like, just it would land. be funny if she was like, you need to go see an oncologist yeah. and stop drinking ginger ale. <laughs> Unrelated to one another. <laughs> no, I went to the doctor and, uh, I was like, you know, I told him what was going on. He's like, yeah, it's probably just, uh, you know, bruising from internally like you're showing up on the outside of your body just cough too many times and i told him i was like yeah but the where the bruise is and how tender it is is concerning and he goes all right let's uh get that shirt off and i took my shirt off and he's like all right lift your arm up and then he got deadly serious he was like okay let's feel around on here uh let me know if this any of this hurts it feels uncomfortable i was like okay and i was like yeah that that kind of hurts and he's like Okay, we're gonna send you over to a specialist. I was like, "Oh my god, what?" And he's like, 
We're gonna get some chest x-rays just to make sure everything's good. I'm pretty sure everything's gonna be fine, but uh, we're gonna get some chest x-rays just to be we sure. We really gotta confirm this at this point, Brian yeah. Dog. <laughs> yeah, he went from yeah. like shit-talking some like quarterback issue that was going on in the no, NFL. I mean, and, and, and I, I recall you talking about this. He even referenced the fact that the host of No Beer Left Behind will not be left behind on his Not uh, on my watch, watch goddammit. Yeah. yeah, he... Um, yeah, he just sent me Wait, on my goddamn dead serious face that Willem is just portraying at the moment. He's he's in it. He is. Is he frozen? I think no. he might be frozen. He might be frozen on your screen. Even. No, I'm moving. Oh, no, now he's moving. Yeah. Okay, fair. All right. Well, yeah, no, that was my breast cancer scare. Turns out, guys, cancer free. It's the way to be. Uh, don't didn't have it. I mean, not by choice. Uh, you don't get to choose to be cancer free. It's got to. I, w- like I willed. It, I willed it into existence. So. <laughs> yeah, <he's> the, <laughs> how many sleepless nights did you have while that test was coming back? None. I. They gave me a lot of drugs. None. It was pretty cool. They gave me codeine cough syrup, which I wish old fucking holistic doctor would have prescribed in the beginnings. Then I wouldn't have had like seven more weeks of coughing. Yeah, you just need Lil Wayne as a friend. Hey, listen, I had never, I hadn't taken codeine cough syrup as an adult. Wow, yeah. how highly recommend that, guys. It is fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Took a sip, and I was like, you know, took took my morning dose. I was sitting in a meeting with a bunch of executives, and I zoned out completely. And they were like, Brian, mm-mm. I just shook my head, and I looked at my boss, and I was like, I, nope, not today. <laughs> <laughs> did you end up adding Sprite to it, or just no? No, up? I didn't. I didn't develop an addiction. Um, oh, I was you taking took it, a shot. I was okay. taking it as prescribed <laughs> uh, by the good doctor. So it was, yeah, it, was it was fun. I enjoyed my time on codeine cough syrup, though. You know what? What just puts me out like a light bulb, mm-hmm. like a light, like a light. Um, Nyquil. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Can't do it. Nyquil or Zequil? You ever? No, Nyquil. Nyquil. Never had Zequil. Um, well, oh, villain can attest to this. Like, <clears throat> sorry, I said both. Zequil is basically just alcohol. Uh, they have alcohol-free oh, Zequil. They have alcohol-free Zequil. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, it's necessary if you have an addiction. Of course. Oh, true. Slash, like, true. <laughs> or yeah, or you're. But fucking, the- yeah. Yeah, you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, Willem has a... Uh, <clears throat> what? Or maybe come pregnant. Sorry, keep going. Correct, correct. <laughs> now, Willem can attest to this. Like, in in our family growing up, you know, it was always a minimal amount of drugs. Like, if, if you could... <laughs> Like, just to be clear, that sounded like your parents were like, "Hey guys, only a little X this weekend." All right, just tone it back on the Molly. All right, that's not what I meant. I know. I mean, like my 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 mom, when we got our wisdom teeth out and they prescribed OxyContin, my mom was like, "No," and she she took that shit and poured it down the drain. You really shouldn't do that. In any case, she did it. Um, my mom also walked through a door at Comp USA and took it off its hinges, saying, "That's not a door." <laughs> well, she, a did door. she pour that oxycotton <laughs> down her throat and then go to Comp USA? There's not a no. door here. Everything's a door. <laughs> what? She put it down the drain. Okay. Um, and then, uh, no, because she knew it was highly addictive. Mm. So. Uh, while the doctor was like, yeah, if you have pain, just give him one of these. 
my mom was like, no, you'll just take ibuprofen. I didn't get any pain meds when I did this. And she took the opioids and poured them down the fucking drain. Um, and quite frankly, probably the best idea she had in terms of medication, in terms of antibiotics, she was like, well, you know, you, they prescribe some antibiotics. We've got your diagnosis. Let's see how you do in two to three days. And if, if your immune system's working, if it's not, we'll start the antibiotics. Like, I, I understand it sounds kind of witch doctory, but it, to me, in terms of what we have found out about the overprescribing of antibiotics and about the effects it's had on people's immune systems and the way people have gotten addicted to opioids and whatnot, I think she did a fucking great job. It doesn't um, sound witch doctory at all. It's pretty mainstream. Let me, let me posit this theory. What happens if you had become addicted to pain? Ooh, okay, fair let that, enough. Let that sink yeah. in. What I can happens? tell you, that's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that's not the case. I think, you, Fr Frank, did you get bronchitis on purpose? Do you like yeah, coughing? Self-inflicted. Yeah. Self-inflicted. I'll tell you right now, I do not get sick often, but there is no, no human, none, I mean, Willem and I, born and raised South Africa, the water gave us sicknesses. There is nothing that prepares you for a f six to 12 month old going into a daycare and sucking on toys that other kids have sucked on. And it's disgusting. Like, I mean, think about living in a sewer for about a year. That's what uh, it's it's so nasty. Like she she comes home at like three and by four she has a fever. I'm like, oh, fuck. Dad's about to get sick. Yeah. And because I pick her up and I, you know, deal with her between four, or hang out, not deal with her. That sounds terrible. Between three and six, seven p.m. We hang out, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, OK, and she's high viral load, right? Like right before she's got that fever, she's just a absolute like Petri dish vector for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right. I guess I'm about to get sick again. I kid you not. She went to school May 2nd. Yeah. God damn it. It's only been a month and a bit. Oh God. I, I haven't not been sick since the beginning of May. Yeah. Like I might have gotten three days of reprieve. Summer. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. And there were days, Willem. Last night I took my temperature one hundred two point seven. <laughs> like I feel fine right now. Feel great, <laughs> but it's like you know your immune system as a as an adult like can can process through this stuff. Some of it better than others. But last night I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like 102.7? Like, what the hell? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, a, my wife's first couple of years teaching, I would get sick all the fucking time. She would bring home all kinds of sicknesses. And uh, that honestly helped me. Like just her bringing home sickness constantly over the years helped us mm -hmm. when uh, our daughter went to daycare. Because I think I only got sick maybe twice from shit that the kid brought home from daycare. She was sick all the time. And I was like, pussy fucking gut it <laughs> yeah. out, man. You really need to do better. Your daughter yeah, is or your hmm? wife? 
daughter daughter yeah i know my wife doesn't get sick like if my wife gets sick she there's like near death on 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 the but she's constantly she used to be constantly exposed to all these illnesses like Mm -hmm. it's yeah villain you're soon gonna find out there's nothing like a daycare cough like it it is it is a cough you know like a cough that starts here that's Mm -hmm. that's weak shit like upper throat no that daycare cough starts right where you think you're having a heart attack while you're coughing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, that fist, a fist below your sternum is right yeah. about where it's going to kick up from. Uh, and you, just as we're you talking there about you're it. like, I'm, I'm sorry, is this? No, it's not. Is No, it's not a heart attack. This is just a, yeah, it's a cough. Okay. All right, Frank, we got some tops that you wanted to talk about tonight. We do. Let's get over to them and we'll get away from uh, fucking Doc Talk. Cough which talk, cough cough doc talk yeah cough talk is a bitch yeah, but, yeah we're, we're done enough. with cough talk we're moving on from cough talk we've taken our codeine cough syrup and we're moving on from cough talk no more coughing because <laughs> as we're talking about i had to fucking mute my mic and sneeze so you bastards aren't gonna get me fucking i'm just gonna tell you feeling some type of way you, over the internet yeah no you you know you know uh, uh bronchitis is digital now okay no it's not a finger's length away yeah yeah. All right. What uh, you got? All right. So, so first topic of the day, um, which, I, okay. So I want to get into the, I don't know, the treasonous January six hearings in a second. But before we get too far into it, I want to be sure that we address what happened in football recruiting today because I just find it hilarious. Um, so the university of Texas got the number one recruit in the 2022 recruiting class named Arch Manning named after his grandfather, Archie, um, Arch Manning is from the, not Eli, not Peyton, but brother of those two. What's his name? Jacoby. I don't know. J something. I don't know. He's got a giant head, uh, I think, and like a bad. He back. does. He 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 was a wide receiver and broke his back. Um, in any case, that side of the family, um, that brother, the oldest brother, Manning, uh, his kid committed to Texas today as the number one quarterback recruit in that class, five star, obviously, because stars matter, as we all know. Um, recruited to Texas. Texas already has a five-star recruit by the name of Quentin Ewers, which I know nothing about and don't really care if he doesn't, you know, I I just don't care. Um, In any case, I found it hilarious when Arch Manning committed, right? Five-star recruit, Quentin Ewers, five-star recruit as well, redshirted somewhere, then transferred to Texas. How many times are we going to discuss a Texas being back as a football program? Because at some point they're going to be back, right? Like you can't have this much money floating around a football program and not come back at some point to win something, national title, whatever. Um, And additionally, how many five-star recruit quarterbacks do they have to get before one of them hits? Like, Nick Saban has won national titles. 
you know, Ohio State has won national titles. Clemson, they've sometimes had the number one recruit in the country, but not always. And they've had, you know, high recruits at other positions and whatever. Like, they build a football program. Meanwhile, Texas has the two past number one ranked recruits at QB of the past two years uh, in the country. Quentin Ewers is about to lead them next year and probably the year after, and then Arch Manning the year, uh, two years following. But they have Steve Sarkeesian, a fucking coach, who got fired at USC because he couldn't stop drinking. And he hung out with, I don't know, 15-year-olds at the bars. So I just, I don't understand why. I'm really glad I like, didn't say my kind of guy when he, when you said you can't stop drinking because the second half of that sentence is very much not my kind of guy. I just want to go on record and say that. I mean, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like it's, it's, this program has discussed the fact that they're back and stated it and like, you know, glorified. Oh yeah, no, come to the games, whatever. For how long, Brian? Over a decade. I mean, I was a I and, was a Texas Longhorn fan in the late nineties, so it's been no and, and up until two thousand and eight. What me? Yes. No. Yeah. Two thousand six. Uh, okay, when Vince Young won. Yeah, when they won the national and, championship, I I yeah, yeah I was done. I rode them. That I, I rode that bandwagon from the fucking depths of hell of James Brown being your fucking quarterback, pre Ricky Williams, all the way through Vince yeah. Young's uh, like illiterate ass beating everyone in the country, and then so, at that point, so, get off the top of the mountain. What I, what I thought was funny about today, I okay. So the reason this is a frank topic is I live in Texas Longhorn country, right, and. It's just as though the entire fandom thinks you win a NCAA title with a quarterback. And there is nothing further from the truth. There are so few Joe Burrows who can take a team and win a, a title at their age right just based on their ability to play the one position or a Vince Young that you are putting so much fucking pressure on this kid he's coming to a town that's massive right grew up in just outside of Nashville he's coming to a town twice that size that has no other professional team quote unquote cuz i think UT is professional at pretty much everything they do it's a shit ton of pressure um and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, this Ewers kid and and Manning's grandson, Archie Manning's grandson. Oh, yeah, no, we expect – I mean, I kid you not. I guarantee you there are UT fans out there that are like, oh, yeah, no, two national titles over the next six years, that'd be great. That's how they feel about it. Hmm. And, you know, like we're sitting as, as Oklahoma State fans across the board here. We're going to be very, very transparent. And – we have based on you know the the quote unquote recruit rankings which don't fucking matter period um we have had the most successful coach of all time 
in the conference. Um, our average star rating for recruiting is like 3.85. And Mike Gundy has finished in the top 10, six out of his 15 years. Yeah. I mean, coaching is it. And you have Steve Sarkeesian as your head coach. I just don't, I don't understand the celebration. I don't understand why the pedestal. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who like heard the news today, but it. Now I saw it was it a pop very up on the weird. Uh, on it the- was a weird like pedestalizing of a fucking seventeen year old. Yeah, I feel like I don't. Know. It's every fucking year this happens. Then like every year I have to. I don't know. There's somebody I have to remind. Like these are fucking children that we're throwing into these major programs that are generating millions of dollars in revenue for a fucking state's funded school. And yet people give so much validity to fandoms and the fucking groups surrounding these kids playing a fucking game that it's yep. just like, I, I, I hate it. I hate it. As the older I get, the more I hate listening to college football like college sports fans like who have little to no connection to the fucking well-being of these kids the fucking the school in general like the fact that there are and i mean i know what i'm about here so i understand that the contributions that i've given to this part of society that i fucking hate or just can't stand anymore but like there are goddamn news networks on the radio and online that are just dedicated to following fucking children and how they play a game for no money at all or very, very little money or whatever money they get is fucking penance in comparison to what they're making for their goddamn school. And again, well, so, so, so hold on, hold on, hold again, on. We, we, need, we need just to re- noise the f- No, okay. So then I'll finish this sentence this way. Shut the Go fuck ahead. up, man. Like if you're putting so yep. much create, like so much of your fucking personality and your being into a fucking kid, fuck like screw, go find something else to do. Go literally go find anything that. else to do and shut your fucking mouth. And don't tell me we're going to win. We ain't doing shit asshole like you fucking you're you're not you're not your 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 care does not contribute to a fucking w it doesn't shut the fuck I, up i think i think no but i mean atmosphere uh-uh, as a fan, no get the fuck out of here also hold on, hold on wait 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 defend yourself wait. yes go ahead i know i know what you're saying there is i i think we we are in a position where we were in school when you know we heard about the Ibrahima Thomases of the world who you know didn't have a large enough lunch allowance for him and his daughter but he needed to play basketball in order to get an education and you know like his basketball teammates were helping him pay for school lunches and shit for his kid right like that's what was going on when we were in school and we fought that battle. Um, a lot of people said that's disgusting. That's not how this works. And now, actually, in 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 the NCAA, you're talking about you know the NIL, which not everybody gets to contribute. Um, but the school, a lot of schools actually have NIL contracts just as a school 
to flow down to athletes um, that, you know, it's like, okay, if you want UT players to appear in your ads, this is what it's going to cost and they're going to get money from it. Yeah. There's, um, so, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm talking about the people who fucking see those ads and are like, fuck yeah, UT got it. Sure, you get sure. fucked. Like I don't, don't goddamn yep. sell your personality attached Agreed. to a goddamn kid. Who's not yours. Just stop. Agreed. Fucking stop. And I just, I, I just want to be clear. Like the whole, the whole like paying the players thing mm. is it is fucking the NCAA up so much at the moment. They are so afraid of the fact that, you know, Arch Manning is probably going to make $4 million a year here in Austin while being in school. Great. For being awesome. Wonderful. He's a fucking Manning though. I don't, he no, no, I understand that. <laughs> the, the, the Ewing dude already signed a $3 million contract with a car dealership in town. So I'm just saying like the, the, the NIL thing is going to shake up all this for some sports, not all sports, but some sports that like have huge fandoms. And then the smart universities will have this whole like structured NIL where it's like, if you want to use a UT athlete period, you know, you're going to have to buy this package and then all that money goes towards, you know, UT athletics and paying the players and whatever. Well, so, as long as the athletics get the money, because I know they are very much hurting as well. The poor no, athletic I, I, departments. And I, NIL has to go to the players. Yeah. I'm saying like w the way that I would structure it is like, like the, I, football I players, basketball players negotiate your own shit. Everybody else, if they want to use UT athletes for these commercials, it's NIL money that comes out because it, it benefits the institution, right? They get good talent, et cetera. And that's never um, cause that's never been ever abused ever. Anytime institutions can grow ahead of the people no, who it's fucking been, the talent on it, that's what Nick Saban got pissed about because yeah. he lost out to AM. <laughs> What's up, Dylan? The institutions are already huge. Right. Why do they need more of a leg up? Like I game? can't be the only one who is looking at every fucking three million dollar contract for somebody with skeptical hippo eyes like fuck fuck around every saturday it's a complete uh complete spectacle like a total yeah. production yeah and i yeah. also i like the institutions are doing great yeah they, they are they're not hurting again like maybe maybe the pay thing I do step away from that side of the argument and I still stand by the side of my argument that anytime grown ass adults fixate themselves on the success of children, just, just going to throw it out there. Like you won't let them buy alcohol legally, but you will fucking get a raging hard on for a UT branded Arctic or a Yeti cooler for the back of your fucking, your goddamn $90,000 pickup truck that you ram through yeah, but, your, but the streets of your city. We need, we need, we need to be clear here. Like, I, I guess for me being a fan of Oklahoma state sports and wanting us to compete in the college world series and watching the games and, you know, watching Oklahoma state football, because I really find that level of competition much more entertaining than the NFL. Um, I don't, think there's anything wrong with that um i don't think I so think no i don't think so either but i'm i'm literally i'm pointing out the people who 
sell out for their team who Oh, sure. Who, Those are like, weird people. Are, in fact, I think as someone who loves it, it's important that we call out the fact that we don't like the direction that it's headed. When no, but I think I think we need to be very clear about like what that means because it's. I think also what it's going to mean is, something different for each one of think, us. I don't think the NFL is the template. I don't think that pursuing an agenda which tries to make college football into yet another NFL is the way that we should go. That's my opinion. Yeah, but but you want the players to be paid. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, hold on. So in, in my opinion, um, when you want the players to be paid and you have schools, the size of Texas, uh, not Oklahoma, even though they think they are USC, Georgia schools and big towns with large alumni networks, with a lot of money. Mm -hmm. uh, Northwestern actually is one of these schools, which a lot of people underestimate the amount of fucking money in that football program. Um, in Michigan, if you, if you have these programs, you're kind of dealing with, you know, a sort of a minor league for the NFL. And it's a, like, it's always been oh, NFL players straight up only come out of, college football than they have for generations yes are you telling me that the only way to figure out a model that in which players get paid and the sport doesn't get turned into a cash cow that's like that's the only way that you can pay players is by turning the sport into a cash cow completely like you don't mm -hmm. think that using some of that padding that schools take and just like use to beautify their institutions to no end and just like constantly compete to no end to like be more of a NFL franchise basically. Can no, no. I, 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 I think you're right. I think when it comes to the NIL, I think you're actually going to be more in agreement with its results long term than you know we currently think because the nil is kind of the best of both both worlds for these institutions because they are able right like think about what happened in norman with adrian peterson right big red sports and imports paid for his mom's house mm -hmm. and his car right and then I don't know, Brian, what was it? Like $120,000 came from some other fucking institution to Adrian Peterson various, every year. Like various alumni there was this, donations. But yeah, yeah, there was this whole setup. Rhett Bomar is the one who got fucking caught for accepting yes. like $2,500 gigs. For a commercial. <laughs> yep. Rhett Bomar. He who was got, the quarterback that turns in, turned into a tight end. Well, he went to play for Sam, but, not yeah. before he played for Sam Houston State. Or yeah, Sam Houston State. Because God, he was so bad. Yep, man, it was not he good. was so bad, man. And then Blake Bell, who was a quarterback and also turned into tight end, just fucking. Oh, are you talking about the belldozer? Oh goddamn. <laughs> um, <laughs> in any case, so yeah, yeah. I mean, can we can we remind Texas fans that at that some point, like Blake Bell was a top two quarterback in the country and turned into a fucking dozer tight end and um, and that texas used a fullback named henry melton 
to help uh-huh. win the national championship, and that motherfucker allegedly couldn't read and had a dick the size of a fucking man, full-grown man's arm. Allegedly. Yep. I, this allegedly. comes from very, very reputable sources when it comes to dicks. It was uh, our, French, our friend Andrew. Not, friend, not on the pod. Our friend from college, Andrew. Fair enough, fair enough. Which is hilarious. The, the S man. Uh-huh. Um, so, all right. So, when it comes to... Um, you know, the NIL, the way I envision it, and we'll see if it pans out, is it, the, the, it's, it's actually an intricate balance between the university being able to keep their money and alumni networks and sponsors being able to buy players. And I know it sounds NFL-y. It is. But in the end... In the NFL, you buy a known commodity. In this market, you buy Arch Manning. And don't do not even underestimate the fact, because I've said it. I said it from the beginning of the NIL. Texas will dominate this market. The University of Texas single-handedly has more money as an institution and an alumni network than anybody outside of the Ivy Leagues. It's not even close. So if, if, if you think that Texas isn't going to be able to convince a number one, number two QB recruit to come to town, yeah, you're kidding yourself. What they can do with it, let's see. Let's see what pans out. They've never been able to do shit with them. Um, but the important thing here is the player is getting paid. They're all getting paid. Um, and Texas, as an institution, I know people you know, don't like large institutions like them and, you know, might have disagreement on pay, payment for players, whatever. If you make less than 125, no, sorry, it's now $150,000 as a family, you can go to Texas for free. You don't pay tuition. Um, and if you can't afford to live in town, they will cover room and board as well. So UT as a, as a, as a university is ran correctly. And there are more and more universities coming on board with that. Um, and NIL will change the game. I mean, it's the, the kids are going to get paid now, whether or not you agree with, you know, the long-term viability of football, which I think is going to be a dying spoil. Like in our lifetime, it's going to be a joke that, People still, you know, send their kids to go play football. It's a fucking ridiculous sport. But um, I want to talk about that when you're done. Sure. But I think that's a different discussion. Like to me, it's like when you're discussing what's going on right now in college athletics, which is kind of the discussion I wanted to have UT, you know, recruit being a different discussion. Um it's it's going to be interesting to see because football will not be the main moneymaker in 50 years for college athletics. It just won't. And I know everybody sitting around the table, they're like, oh, yeah, it'll never die. Yeah, okay, cool. Soccer will be bigger than football in 50 years, guaranteed. You can see that. Uh, the What was the comment? Uh Oh, oh no! It's a dying sport. So, 
So you do think that, like, do you still watch it just because, like, you, I mean, don't you, doesn't that, like, suck, I guess, <laughs> if you're, like, no. both sides of that? You have to realize I watch, okay, so no one's forcing anybody to go play a sport. No, yeah, I don't think so. Okay, so I watch a, just like people watch boxing, people watch MMA, whatever. Um, I get a, a lot of enjoyment out of seeing people trying their best to do something at such a top level. Um, I don't get a lot of enjoyment out of blowouts. Like when one team is clearly better than the other, but, um, like the other day, right. I watched South Africa play India in cricket. 90% of society hate cricket. Like they just can't watch it. It's too slow, whatever. I know you do villain. You enjoy cricket, I but it. I would never expect Brian to ever watch cricket. Um, so, so, Huh? I said I do. I'm really disappointed, frankly. Be disappointed. Something wrong with you, Brian. Oh yeah. No. So so, um, when I mean I I just I love I love competition. I love sport. Period. You can take me to any sporting event. I will enjoy it to the fullest. Um, but I also understand that not everybody enjoys that that competition. I don't need to have I don't I don't need to predispose myself or pre uh, not predispose pre predetermine why that person is on the field. That's not my decision to make. I can only fight for a fairer like playing field, better rules, better protection, right? And I've always been for that. I've always discussed the fact that in football, if you want to make things better, take away the pads, take away the helmets. Things will improve drastically in two years. But if you want to keep them, beat the living shit out of each other. I don't care. It's no different than boxing. And you have to deal with the consequences if you're signing up for that battle. Um, at this point, like, okay, so 10 years ago, shocking set up a fund, set up a retirement fund, set up all that shit for those players, make sure that they have all of their injuries covered, etc. At this point, if you're still signing up to play football at a, at a professional level and you sign up to get CTE like Rob Gronkowski certainly has, okay, you signed up for it. You, right, you're let you're me no stop different. You right there. I want to bring up this point that I've discussed with Mrs. Brian. A Hold couple on, wait one second. Ago. I just want to finish it, and then you can finish it. Mm. If you are signing up to be a WWF entertainer, and you now know the consequences, and maybe ten years is not long enough, five years, whatever, you 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 have kind of predetermined some of these consequences. Okay. Here's where I call bullshit. <clears throat> so years ago we sure. implemented a no smoking policy in restaurants. Do you know why we implemented a no smoking policy in restaurants? Well, a lot of people got annoyed, but also secondhand smoking. Uh-huh. Secondhand smoke damage to children. Kids. Yeah. The employees of those restaurant bars and restaurants. Children. So like I said, no, <laughs> well, it's their small hands can make the drinks better. 
But they did that because a lot, like, because people were getting very, very sick because people were smoking a shit ton and in closed spaces, and secondhand smoke is really fucking bad for you. The response to that, Frank, was like from people who didn't want this change to happen was they knew what they were signing up for. Like, no, I mean, that's not the same. Okay, so okay. hear me hear me out. If you have sure. people who want to work in this field and they're saying there's some health and safety regulations need to be put in place so that I can fucking survive after my tenure is done in this professional like setting, mm-hmm. probably do that. And like and take into account that the astronomical amount of money that you dangle in front of people is going to offset a lot of those thoughts of health and safety for the long term. And like, okay. I agree that like, yeah, you're signing up for it, but that can't be the, that's the, that, that's where I turn off my thought, my thought thinking. And I'm, I'm not going to think about it any further. Like I get no, it. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. That's, that's not a fair assessment. That's not what I did. No, I'm not saying that's what you no. did, but that's what people do. They're like people, they people understand like, well, I got to take, I take a risk every time I get in my car and I drive to work. It's no different. Sure. It is pretty fucking different uh, because like they're fucking getting hit in the head. They're getting paid to get hit in the head and you're just like, well, they're getting paid for it. At least they're not doing it for free. Yeah, but they're still doing it. And if there can be a better way to do it and where you don't get hurt over the long run, then I think they should probably fucking try that. Uh, and if it's slowing a game down, then cool, whatever. At one point, we didn't have a fucking forward pass, and people still showed up in droves to watch the fucking game. So, agreed. Like all, all, a lot of a lot of these uh, discussions that happen that break down, and here's the thing: boom, here's my point of view, and this is the only point of view. Like that you hear on sports radio, which is one of the fucking many sure. reasons I fucking can't stand that shit, is because you have fucking thick-headed tiny dicked announcers on the radio explaining to people they've never played a sport they've never played the sport and they've never they like the interactions they've had with people are so fucking blinded by like this is this is part of the gig of it's like fucking it's like dumb shit veterans who come back from war and they're like well i survived my ptsd and everybody else who can't is a bunch of pussies Fuck you. You just don't know yeah. how to handle your shit. Like people who look around them and see that people are behaving differently after 10 years out of the NFL. Uh, guess what? That They didn't have to be that way. Like they chose to be that way. Yeah, sure. But like it didn't it doesn't have to be that way. And we just accept it as like being what it is. And we move forward into another year because there's another fucking 17 year old named Archibald Manning who is going to be the next big thing. Is it Archibald hey, or is way, it Archbishop Manning? Cause I've been thinking this the whole time. No, it's, Ar- it's Archibald. Okay. And it's fucking ridiculous. So, okay. Um, I, I totally agree with you. I think, I think the, um, the, the one thing that I will say is um, in terms of at this point, the the evidence is so clear that if if you're sitting as a human going hey okay so so let me trace this back just for a second and tell you the decision i made and the reason i feel this way um i played college rugby at oklahoma state i played six games um did really well and um I was the eight man and after my six and a half game, 
Um, I got tackled. We played on essentially concrete fields, and I hit the back of my head, and I had my third or fourth concussion. And once that happened, you know, I was like, I can't do this anymore, and I quit. And I stopped playing rugby because I knew that my future, you know, couldn't involve this many head injuries. Now, obviously, um, not everybody understands the consequences of head injuries and all that stuff as much. But um, it goes without saying that, like, these experiences that we talk about as though they're, like, small, they're big. And when you go through them, you you can't help. And I, I would I would venture anybody to not think about what that means for their future in terms of, you know, their ability to balance and play this game, whatever the game they're playing, whether it's soccer or because that happens or rugby or football, whatever. I, um, I think. And I am the biggest proponent, again, of like the game football specifically should be a hell of a lot safer but um, it's it's just the 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 amount of evidence is out there, and at this point, if you are rolling that dice, it's it's man, I I I empathize with the negative consequences that it has because the game can be better and can protect people better. But it will, the rules will never be perfect. We'll never discount, you know, the possibility of injury. So we've got to account for that. But more importantly, um, you're consciously making an, a decision that at this point you, you should know could lead to, you know, a level of, you know, neurological degradation that could be incredibly significant by the time you're 45. And it's, it's, it's not, yeah, it's difficult, man. Like, I, I don't know, like it's, you, you don't see it in rugby. You don't see it in soccer. You don't see it as commonly, um, you know, in, in other collision sports, AFL, et cetera, but they all, they all have conditions that are similar um, or occurrences. I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to it, but I can tell you right now that it's, it's, it's not something that will make this sport last another 50 years. If they can't figure this out, soccer will be the biggest sport. Rugby will be bigger. Like it's rugby at the moment is growing the fastest in this country than it ever has. The MRL, which by the way, shout out, final on Sunday. It's fucking good rugby. The MRL, um, the Merle. No, yeah, the Merle, the Major Rugby League. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Was MLR taken, or is this a translation? No, sorry, M- M- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's MLR. Okay, Major League Rugby. Okay. Um, I just I yeah. didn't know. Maybe I thought maybe there was some sort of no, WWE WWF. Kind of recited it, and I was like, no, that's not right. It's Major League Rugby. It it the finals on Sunday. Um, no, is it Sunday or Saturday? It might be Saturday. I sort of Christ noon. if I show up and there's there's no rugby on. No, it's at noon, and it is. Um, it's a uh, New York versus Seattle final, I believe. Let me just quickly East check. East Coast versus West Coast. The fucking the slobber knocker <laughs> we have set for City Field. Where are they playing this thing? <laughs> no, the, you're damn close. Red Bull Stadium. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm telling you right now, like these uh, games are fantastic. They're not perfect because obviously. They don't have the greatest talent, but they have a ton. Like, if Willem and I had boys and, you know, they want to play rugby, whatever, they'd be like South African bred, high felt rugby players. And they'd like have the, a chance in this league. Real quick, it's, let's address something you said there. You said high felt. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and walk yeah. me through what sort of billiards term or sort of uh like i don't know young buck uh like young felt buck. on the felt on the antlers situation that that is referring to i mean what, what that means is is you have fucking thighs that are as wide as seat belts uh you've got shoulders that shouldn't be as large for your frame okay so um, i got you and, I, let me modernize that term and your skin is felt smooth exactly i don't like that Okay. No, I don't know. That seems means. like a. That seems like a. Hilarious is what it is. That seems like the creepy coach's preference. Like him big, yeah, like a meaty, double caked up. I do, but smooth as a baby's bottom. I don't know where the coach is from, but he's molesting kids. That's the that's the problem. Uh, but yeah, no, that's what you say instead of high felt. You call him double caked up, thickums, the thick boys. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. It is like, dude, we had. Uh, so uh, you know how I touted the the yeah, United Rugby Championships last time, mm. and the the final ended up being South Africa versus South Africa. It was two South African teams, and um, that's the way to establish dominance and really grow the brand. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's it's one of these things where like it, it, in rugby when when you have you know. It, your your team on the field the only people that really matter there's 15 people uh the eight the pack of forwards are the the lead eight players and consistently that lead eight in south africa is just all from pretoria or johannesburg it doesn't matter what team in south africa is playing doesn't matter what provincial team is playing doesn't matter they're all from like where i grew up and it's because we are generally no. either tall, massive people or short, massive people, but we're never not like outsized for our proportions. Um, it's it's a really, really funny conundrum that you know happens in that area, and it's it's beautiful for rugby, but not you know not pretty for most of the other skills not in life. S- not swimming sports or diving is a real tough one no, for no it's it's strictly rugby and then it really sucks for buying any clothing like it's like you're either wearing a dress or you're wearing something that's like oh he's got love handles that's cool 
<laughs> they have the Praetorian fit, which is just the the Praetorian thirty inch inseams or fucking sixty two inch inseams. That's it. There's exactly. no in between. That's good. Praetorian fit. My Christ. Oh my. All God. right, so we're an hour in. Yeah, I was gonna say. Right. What's up? Hold on. Wait. Do we have different drinks going on? Different beers? No, I'm just, I'm drinking water. I, I the the Duchess Duchess wore my fucking palate out. Honestly, it's I, what I didn't get a chance to say is that beer is like drinking malt vinegar. Um, um, so it's a bit of a bit of fatigue going on. It's a real sour. Yeah, it's it's legit. There's a lot of acetobacter uh, playing a part here. Uh, you still have the Vine Stefanster or whatever the one you want. Varsteiner. Varsteiner, yeah, not Vine Varstein. So is that is that a lager or mm-hmm. it's not oh. to be confused with Varsteiner uh the ground kit uh, like the uh, body kits for um Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Uh, I was totally going to <laughs> I know. Often confused. Yeah. They are the same same name. Oft confused. Oh, yeah. uh, I was like, wow, is he drinking a fucking hubcap? Oh, is that? <laughs> hold on. Is that a ground effects kit for a hurricane? Get the fuck out of here. That must have set you back 12 grand. Jesus. Did you melt that down? Goddamn. Is that forged um, carbon wing for an Aventador? That was the LP 720. Oh, my God. You got out of you here. Your spleen's going to have trouble with that one. Ew. Um, so, in any case... Uh, no, Real what quick, I wanted to ask, do you realize how many times you've said in any case in the last two episodes? A lot. You realize I named the last episode in any case. The letters yes. in e case. Yes. So it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. It's been, I'll stop using that as a transition. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know that I know. I do. I do. Okay. I All do. right. I, I picked up on it. No, thank you. With uh-huh. that being said. Thank, okay. Uh, Good. Subtle. <laughs> Um, moving on moving on uh no so brian you had a topic that you wanted to bring forth here to this evening to the iron Uh Um, table chef's kitchen by the way uh iron chef netflix new season fucking fantastic go check it out brian hit us with the topic jesus christ uh, <laughs> it's a topic that's near and dear to all of our hearts. It is the 40 page report of the permanent 2022 platform and resolutions committee from the Texas Republican convention that was held last week in Houston, yeah, Texas. This was the reggae horn. Uh, my fucking, my soundboard went to sleep. Hold on. There it is. My Christ. Always gotta have, always gotta have that awake, dude. You don't ever know when you need elevator music for the transition. Well, see, I don't here, understand. Here's, here's the issue: the soundboard is starting to get a little old, and if I leave the screen on for too, like it's starting to get like some serious screen burn. Like mm. I can oh, yeah. see the soundboard buttons when I'm trying to adjust right. my lighting. We'll, 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 we'll all pitch in for a new one. It's a, hey, it's time. an Amazon Fire tablet, so good luck finding them. Okay. This bad boy set me back three. Who's on the ten dollar bill? Uh, 
Adams. Oh, oh, oh three, three Lincolns. No, I think it's the five, those are fives. That's fifteen dollars. Uh, oh, maybe it's Ham- Adams. Hamilton. I think it's Hamilton. It's Hamilton. Hamilton. It's Hamilton. It's Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Three and a half Hamiltons. So good luck trying to fucking scrape all that money together. Our Patreon. You know, no, doing sorry, that well. sorry. The other day I saw someone that said I didn't know Van Buren was a president. Van Buren. I'm not. I'm not from this country, and I know that. If you don't know that Armin, <laughs> Armin, Armin Van Buren, were you about to say yeah. Armin? <laughs> you fucking asshole! Get out of here. Okay. Um, you know what's weird? I wasn't. I wasn't gonna troll people that hard. You but if you didn't know in, that Martin Van Buren was a fucking president in this country. You don't deserve your citizenship. Go fuck yourself. Someone said Garfield, oh and another person goes, "The cat." No, I'm. It's ridiculous. Idiots. Villain. The fact of the matter is, is the shit that we had to answer to even become citizens here. Yeah. I agree. How many fucking folks here don't even know half of it? It's insane. And then you get the fucking insurrection. Okay, sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, by the way, earlier I just I wrote this down when I you should, said I, it. Should, I should not have woken up the soundboard. It, w- it was you said something so profound earlier that I wrote it down. You said, and I quote, "The treasonous January sixth hearings." Which do you really think the hearings are treasonous, or the shit that happened on January sixth was treasonous? Which like were you helping write this forty-page document on the Republican fucking thoughts? I was and prayers? considering which side it was still on, Brian. Yeah. I'm sorry. After yeah. the hearings, I've changed my mind. Thank you. Well, let me just tell you this right now. Um, this fucking forty-page report is—it's just basically what we want to do and what how we feel about things. Um, it's fucking oh. insanity. So while I'm, I'm not going to go through all 40 pages like I was originally planning, we went a little long on Doc Talk earlier, uh-huh. but I'll sum up a couple of highlights from this just to get y'all's mind right as to where this group of Republicans was when they like where their mind was when they were writing this. They want to do away with uh, a few acts, a little few federal acts um, that have been in place for a while. Um. The Voting Rights Act from 1965. What? <laughs> the one that is coming. No, wait. The one that allows That's... black people or the discrimination uh, based yeah. on race to be illegal. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, no. yeah, it was coming. Okay, so they want that. They no, want that. Wait, 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 wait. That is actually part of the platform. Yeah, it's 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 part of their shit. Uh, they also <laughs> like when that is. Like that's kind of you. You saw that one coming. Like people see this one coming. Like the, everyone was saying with the abortion thing. They also coming for voting. They, they also voting. want uh, fetal protection at conception, uh, and uh, no so hold, hold on, no hold abortion I, I from think, that point. I think we're we're saying something that like yes, I agree. You expected it, but they are actually in a quite perilous position in this state. Yeah, and let me that platform is fucking to even have that in there is absurd. But okay, let's keep going. Here's here's what it actually says. Uh, uh, We support under voting rights line two or item two forty four on line thirteen ninety nine voting rights. We support equal suffrage for all United States citizens of voting age. New sentence. We oppose any identification of citizens by race, origin, creed, sexuality, or lifestyle choices and oppose use of any such identification for purposes of creating voting districts. Okay. Everything sounds like 
above board there, right? No, Basically, it doesn't. It actually doesn't. Well, they don't want they they don't want any of those identifications of citizens to be used uh, for to create voting districts, oh, i.e., putting people into basically what I'm doing currently, which is voting way the fuck far away from my house. But because there's a bunch of brown people who live in my neighborhood, we have to drive really far away to vote. But at least we're all voting together. Am I right? Uh, what what part don't you agree? Don't shouldn't we agree with up to that point, Frank? No, because what they're saying there is is you shouldn't use race as an ability to balance a district. Uh-huh. And and what that will end up being is an excuse for them to draw districts strictly based on race. Mm. Well, one thing they did because, not put on here was fucking uh, household income, which is what they're currently doing now. So, uh, sure. Sure, but they they can strictly then at that point be like, oh yeah, we drew this Republican district just because they're you know here. And then you hang on to seats because you're just like all the white folks are going to vote for the Republican. Exactly. Uh, hold on, it's, hold on to that thought, Willem. Right now, sorry, but right now they're being accused of sequestering the black vote, and they're saying, oh well, let's just say we can't draw it based on any racial boundary, and they'll still do it. It'll just be a denial of what they're doing because they're like, no, that's not what we did. Uh, yeah. Hold on to that thought. Okay. I'm trying to find the exact it's word. Like oh, also that sly motherfucker. That the last of the uh, the last sentence on there is that they repeal the voting voter rights act of 1965 that was then updated in 1973 be repealed. Um, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. That's actually in the document. Yeah. Yeah. Repeal and negate that. Okay. Yeah. Um, There is allegedly one. I can't find it under under my strict searching that I'm doing here. Uh, Fuck. There was allegedly one that says that uh, the governor race, uh, the race for governor, uh, can actually be uh, won by the citizens' vote, by a popular vote. It's done by a state senatorial electoral college. So, in other words, you're going to gerrymander the fuck out of the state of Texas. So, oh yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, people wrote that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So, so this is their platform. It'll never get through. Here we go. Here's another one. We oppose environmentalism that obstructs legitimate business interests and private property use, including the regulatory taking of property by governmental agents. Okay. We oppose oh, the so abuse. Eminent domain is not cool, but you've been doing it the whole time. Okay, cool. Wait for this. We oppose the abuse of the Endangered Species Act to confiscate and limit the use of personal property and to infringe on the property owner's livelihood. We support the defunding of quote unquote climate justice initiatives, the, the, the abolition of the EPA and the repeal of the Endangered Species Act. And we oppose the America the Beautiful initiative, also known as the 30 by 30 program. So, okay. So, yeah, so, so, great a pieces of I shit. think this, these endangered species have got by too easy for too long. You know, <laughs> fuck them. Open game, bitches. But, what? You know what's funny? No, but what's funny about this, and it's not funny at all, but it's it's very clear. And I'm actually... I'm almost at the same level that I am with Willem and I, uh, our racist, you know, families back home. 
Um, I'd rather you be very clear about where you stand here. And um, I, th I think, honestly, a lot of even their supporters would rather this be written in stone um, because it's much clearer for people to run against it or for it at this point. And if, if this is the direction everything is headed, then, I mean, it's probably, if you're at all capable, time to, you know, look into some deal nationalities here mm. uh, i don't this if if that is the platform of the american republican party which it is um and if that is the platform where we are headed unless you know this experiment changes course i don't know you'll find me in spain in 10 years well i'll be here let me try to win you right back okay because okay. i'm going to get to the the ones that i do fully support okay and then I think we're gonna say term limits to, to like fucking butter you up. No, no. You know when they say something so fucking out there that it accidentally becomes kind of socialist. All right, let's <laughs> they won't okay. abolish toll roads. <laughs> they don't have. Oh god, really? <laughs> they want. Wow. So they Wait, believe, they, they, and they invented it. I know. So they believe they invented that, the toll road. They believe they're not that, replace it with anything. I mean, they're just gonna so. Here's here's the exact layout. You know, you know, outside of Massachusetts and New York, the most tow roads are in Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking wild. So they say vehicle. So they say they believe tolls should come off the road when the debt is retired, and if the debt oh, is ever yeah, restructured yeah. or refinanced, the payoff date needs to remain the same. Okay, mm -hmm. that's the main part. They have two subsections: public and private property partnerships of toll authorities and construction. They oppose the par public-private partnerships, so fuck off. Uh, oppose the conversion well, of existing they're, roads. They're just perpetually allowing for refinancing. Okay, those are counterintuitive points, but all right. Yeah, I, I, right. Uh, they also oppose the conversion of existing roads to toll roads. So down with that. Uh, here we go. This is my favorite. This is the part where they accidentally become socialists. <laughs> So toll administration and collections. Okay. They urge a uh, uniform toll collection, which is fucking terrible here. Um, sending out accurate bills prior to adding fines. That's awesome. Down with that. Immediately. They, they oppose it? Huh? No, no, they're, no, they're, they're, they're proposing it. Uh, they also want to immediately notify drivers if a payment card is not working. Awesome. Okay. Definitely. Enough, yeah. uh, allow payment plans to be set up prior to, to being put into collections. Cool. And then here's this one. We call upon the legislator to pass legislation to decriminalize the failure to pay tolls. <laughs> so right now, so you, right now you can have a, a hold put on your re car registration if you have outstanding tolls. They, and if you have more than that outstanding toll, like than that amount, there's a next tier up where you could be jailed. And it is not, I can tell you from personal experience, not that hard to hit those toll barrier, like no, thresholds. It's like $90. Yeah, it's, it's not. Oh, that's the other thing. Sometimes, depending on the toll authority that you're paying through, sometimes it's not a dollar amount. It's just number of missed tolls. Mm. So if you have a toll that you go through every day that's like 10 or you know, 60 cents or something like that, you can have a $60 toll that can stop you from registering your car. I'm just going to tell you right now, and we can, you know, play Villam out on this. The number of times... And, and, and a toll is a tax on the poor. Let's mm -hmm. be very clear here. That's what I mean. Like, they're trying um, to get rid of that? Hell yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, no, totally agree. The number of times that I had to drive between Stillwater and Tulsa doing an internship um, in in uh, as a stockbroker, and I had to calculate when you know a certain fee would hit my credit card because this gas station you know didn't bulk charge shit Mm -hmm. um, until Friday and I'd have my check by then and this like I would literally go and fill up like two dollars two dollars two dollars at gas stations to figure out who would hit you know three days or four days or five days later so I wouldn't get overdraft charges on my bank account because I didn't have a credit card so that that was my strategy for that for tolls I would tailgate people Mm-hmm. And every ten tolls, I would get a fucking notice that I didn't pay a toll. That was my strategy because I didn't have money to throw into the fucking hopper. Yep, I didn't have the fucking twenty-five cents and fifty-five cents at the end of the road to pay the government to go to work. Yep. So if 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 you at all think the tolls are a way to pay for roads. Get your mind checked. Um, first, second, um, it's embarrassing that we even allow politicians to sell our roads to private companies. Period. And yeah, okay, the Texas Republican Party is onto something only because they've pissed off so many of their constituents in Houston and Dallas yep. that they, you know, they're finally like, "Oh, we're against tolls, and motherfuckers! You, you invented you wrote tolls. this shit up." Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like when I say I agree, it's a little tongue in cheek here. They also big support from me, big ups to my Republican brethren. They want to do away with all annual car safety inspections. Yeah, I agree with that. Everyone who's driven in the city of Dallas understands that there's already a fucking scam going on because there's way too many cars broken down on the side of the road to have ever passed any safety inspection. So, what are we doing and- here? Can we can we get rid of uh, paper license plates? I, you know what? I don't think it's in here. Uh, I'll I'll search for it. But Villem, I know you said you got to go. Um, yes. Do yeah, you, I got to uh, get going. Do you have a, a sign off that you want to? Uh, thanks for listening, and thank you guys for having me. And um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the cast. Hey, bye, buddy. Later, y'all. Bye. Yeah, there's no mention of paper tags in the uh, manifesto. I mean, 40-page document yeah. that they put out. You know, it's it's kind of funny because they put out this document. Okay, so here's my theory on the Republican Party, and it's oil and gas companies inclusive. Um, the the party knows there are you know a finite amount of days left here. Um, they don't know the exact amount, but they know that you cannot run a party off of the extremist viewpoints, the amount of, you know, rhetoric that they throw out there against LGBTQ now just publicly denouncing, you know, like it's as though when they took power on the Supreme court, they, they used to be closeted homophobes and transphobes, but now they're just public. It's like, fuck those people. Um, anybody that's queer or different than me, fuck them. They're wrong, whatever. 
and it's consistent across the board with anything that they don't agree with. Um, it's 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 actually like shameful, uh, and the polling does not back up what they support, but they feel so confident about it because they've got these extremist Supreme Court judges that like just totally do the most asinine shit that back them up. So it's just like cyclical like feedback loop that everybody else is like, what the fuck is this nuclear, you know, cauldron that we've gotten ourselves into? And <coughs> excuse me, it was like entirely predictable. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know like how we like reverse that death spiral, but until we do, all, everything that's happening is if you listen to the Sean Hannity show, Laura Ingram in 19, no, not 19, 2007, eight and nine, you would have known that this was what they wanted. Like, this is what they've wanted since 15, 16 years ago. Um, there is one last thing that I just wanted to bring up to you. Uh, science is mentioned a couple times in here. Oh yeah, no, it's as as a derogatory term. Um, let's see if I can find it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah, uh, fuck, not conscious. Oh, maybe it's scientific. Here we go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, that. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> we support objective teaching of scientific theories such as life origins and climate change. These shall be taught as challengeable scientific theories subject to change as new data is produced. <laughs> Teachers and students shall discuss the strengths and weaknesses of these theories openly without fear of retribution or discrimination of any kind. So, I, I mean, you, you, can, you could throw a bunch of pejoratives into any yes. sentence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th this is my feeling and my, you know, I I'm going to talk about science and be like, well, I feel this way about the color yellow. Okay, Frank, that's art class. Well, here we go. Like, we favor strengthening our common American identity, which includes contribution and assimilation of diverse racial and ethnic groups. Next sentence, we reject critical race theory as post-Marxist ideology that seeks to undermine the system of law and order itself and to reduce individuals to their group identity alone, which is fucking not helpful. <laughs> No, but also like it's it's funny, right? Like you, you, the pendulum on their side was everything is about group identity, and now nothing is about group identity. Well, it's because they realize yeah. like you can't be mad at me if I don't see color. Like it's part of the problem. Part of the Understa problem. Under understood, but but I think we need to talk about this more on a you know an analytical basis. It's like we spent years years saying if you want to buy a ford mustang it has to be white and that's the only ford mustang that matters it's the only one that's on the road etc 
right? And then we said, you can only buy a black one, you can only buy a blue one, whatever. And now, right, those people who had black and blue ones are like, well, no, I mean, any Ford Mustang matters here, and we should all be able to race on the same race course, etc. And they go, well, you know, in hindsight, we should never see any Ford Mustang for its color. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of nice to have that once you already have the souped-up fucking V12 supercharger and, you know, you've got... And these people haven't been able to afford a paint job in 20 years. Right. Like, that's that's the fucking thing that they're doing here. It, it, it is really nice to not see race once you're so fucking far ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. And... And you want to now claim some fucking moral high ground. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I mean, that is the most. Well, it's, I mean, yeah. you know, it's the same thing as the, the victim playing that the, that they do on a regular basis. Like, well, go, 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 go be just, just burn on a heaping pile of fucking horse manure. Of, you fucking piece of shit. Of fuck Ken shit. Paxton, primarily a one dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, well, I mean, just sit on a uh, 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 Greg Abbott's wheelchair with him. Eh, I, I agree. As it rolls down a hill, out of control. Uh, Frank, mm-hmm. I'm getting hella sleepy, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I am fucking exhausted, and I'm looking forward to my day off tomorrow. I am going to sleep in like a baby. It's going to be wonderful. Um, and I think I kind of want to give you a jump start on that. Honestly, <laughs> now that's fair. Um, uh, is there anything else you wanted to hit before I play us out? Um, I don't, I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I want to obviously give a shout out to anybody who's been watching the January six hearings. Uh, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't, uh, do pay attention. There will be some, at this point, I think we can all predict, well, fingers crossed, uh, significant DOJ actions uh, put against the orchestrators um, of what happened, including, if not, well, if not including the former president of the United States. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it seems, it seems as though this is leading down a very serious path of repercussions. Um, and they are all very afraid. I, I, I want to throw out you know, shout out to Mo Brooks, who, after today's evidence, attempted to, you know, I, I, I equated this on Twitter to a human trying to renegotiate the closing price of a vehicle and the used car lot after the finance department already declined him for a loan. <laughs> any car on the lot (laughs) it's like dude you're negotiating with thin air at this point we will not sell you a goddamn car (laughs) um so yeah i I just shout out to him he's very confident in what he grift he is he is currently running shout out to Uh, the size of matt gates's balls for asking uh asking for a pardon from the beginning of time until now yeah yeah, i the the grift don't stop when it comes to asking for forgiveness for some shit that you've definitely done. He he also put out the, I want to say the lamest, but there has been a lot. So I I don't want to, you know, 
understate or overstate the lameness of his his uh, tweet, but he put out a tweet that said um, Democrats have um, what was it like debated or argued or opposed? I can't remember exactly, but it was like uh, electoral votes since George W. Bush. Now. No, sorry. The, the 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 this. Let me just find it. Give me a second. I I got it. Um, it's the last Republican president to be sworn in without congressional Democrats objecting to it was George H. W. Bush. Okay, and he's he's talking as though he was simply objecting. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I don't like that guy, um, or you know, I just don't agree with the fact that there was thirteen instead of fourteen, or you know, 14 instead of 15, you literally tried to overturn entire state's votes, bruh. Like, we're not talking about, like, the ultimate false equivalency. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what, you know, what goes on here, because he called the January 6th committee a un- unconstitutional political sideshow. But there is nothing unconstitutional about it. Congress can appoint any committee whenever they want. Um, there's absolutely no problem with appointing a committee. And I love to see whenever this stupid pedophile motherfucker says anything, it is the ratio of the century. It's like he, he, this statement. It's like the political side show. 11,000 people commenting. 6,000 people like <laughs> Jesus Christ. the ratio to the hilt. Wow. So, in any case, it's funny. Oh, fucking A. It's sad, sad, but funny. Sad, but funny. Yeah. As is life sometimes. You think of it that way. Yeah. You know, sad, but funny. Hey, hey, yeah. this dude is coming to Austin. Austin's coming to Austin. Mm. Yes, I guess he is. Um, when he comes home, it'll be a bigger right, deal. Well, I really would like to enjoy. Well, he has a fucking celebration at Jerry Dome every year. No, he hasn't had one since like uh, 2018, I think, or 2017. Okay, well. Um, thank you for listening uh, to this and every episode of Nobody Left Behind uh, listeners uh, please if you haven't already go leave us a review on your favorite podcast app if you can five stars only and um, unless it's ten and then give us a t- whatever the highest rating is you know what I don't want you guys I don't want to be short selling ourselves here um, tell a friend uh, find us over on social media at Nobody Left Cast on Twitter Instagram and uh, hit us up over on the emails at Nobody Left Behind Cast at gmail.com For Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I am out. I believe the song goes, she said, little mommy need a B-boy. Frank, Frank, we're going to get pulled off SoundCloud with this. This exact cover of the song. We got to be careful. 20-inch blades, something Fallout Boy, pumping Fallout Boy. Hey, Brian, she was talking shit in the beginning. All right. What's the, what's the last bit? Now she's talking shit because I'm winning. You All could right. just say bye. That'd be good. Yeah, folks, um, it is Thursday, January 23rd. It is hot as shit in Texas. It's hot as shit everywhere. It's June 23rd, Frank, not January 23rd. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bronchitis has gone to your head. Yeah, apparently. You know, I think it's the combination of the beer I had and the Dayquil. Um, yeah, June 23rd. By the way, keep it keep it easy. It's hot as fuck outside. Be sure you, you know, if you have a pool, get in the pool. If you don't have a pool, water your lawn. Maybe just spray a little bit on yourself. I don't know, Brian, you ever done that? Give yourself a little water, you know, watering the lawn. Daddy needs uh, to grow too. Okay. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking I'm not talking about rooting yourself into the lawn. Let's talk about, you know, a little refreshing, maybe a mist, whatever. Um, keep cool out there. It's it's a brutal summer. We're in for it. Um, also, you know, keep it easy on each other. Be sure you take care. I'm out. Yeah.